This podcast is not an official production of Gymnastics Australia. It is an independent production by Rowan Kennedy. The comments and opinions of Rowan or his guests are their own and should in no way be interpreted as representing Gymnastics Australia unless otherwise stated. Hello and welcome to episode 73 of the Men's Gymnastics Australia podcast. It's Tuesday the 25th of April, Anzac Day, so I hope everyone took took a chance to uh, take some time out today and uh, uh, be thankful for the free country that we live in and those that served uh, in protection of our country and our freedom. So today's episode should be a fairly quick one. It's going to be exclusively on the 2017 European Championships. So did you get to see the live stream? The coverage was actually really quite good and for here in Australia, the timing of it wasn't too bad either. Yes, some nights to go late, but nothing, uh, nothing too late, uh, and early, uh, early evenings. So the the t- coverage time was really, really good. The stream was very, very strong, and gave a good mix uh, of apparatus as well. So it looked like it was taking the uh, maybe the television coverage um, feed as well. So you. Couldn't get to see everything that you wanted to, although they did highlight the main athlete, main gymnasts uh, competing on uh, on their events, uh, which gave a pretty good uh, indication of the quality of the of the competition. But let's just look at the size and the scope of this event. The European Championships, as I mentioned in the last episode, is a big deal uh, for these European nations. Uh, and they try and replicate what will take place at uh, the year of uh, the what will take place at the world championships in the same year so so given that uh, this year world championships there is no team event there was no team event at the european championships but let's have a look at the numbers so there were 32 nations represented quite a number when I went through this. I, I don't know if that is exact, uh, but I certainly went through and uh, counted them all up and 32 different nations represented, uh, which took place over three subdivisions of qualification round. So just to give you an idea of uh, the size of world championships, uh, can be six divisions, sometimes up to as many of nine subdivisions, but three subdivisions for um the European Championship, so so a total of 59 competed in the individual all-around, but 98 competed on floor exercise, 99 on pommel horse, 85 on rings, 32 on vault. Now, that's 32 did two vaults to try and qualify for the vault final, 82 on parallel bars, and 91 on horizontal bar. So all in all, approximately a hundred gymnasts uh, competed in the men's event at the 2017 European Championships. Let's quickly look at uh, qualifications and then look at the uh, this the uh, finals also for the same apparatus. But we'll start start with the all around event. In the all around. Um, this, this will give us a good indication of where scores are heading, where they're currently sitting. With the current, with a few of the all-round World Cups that we've seen to date, um, uh, they've been sitting around the 84, 83, 84, up into the 85. But Europeans is the first chance to see, um, on a broad scale, 
where a lot of the gymnasts are sitting. So in the all-around division, 24th, the score for 24th and top 24 qualify was 77.998. And then first place in qualification was 85.966. So 85, nearly 86 scored there for first place. So in eighth place, qualifying eighth was Artur Davtian of Armenia, 82.132. Eddie Youssef of Switzerland, 82.482. Nikita Ignatayev of Russia, 82.498. Ferhat Arijan of Turkey, 82.631. From Switzerland, Oliver Heggie, 84. Point two nine seven, James Hall from Great Britain eighty four point four seven three, Artur Dali uh, Dali Owen eighty five point one nine eight, and Oleg Vanayev of Ukraine eighty five point nine six six. They were the top eight in the qualification. Come down to um, the finals, and the first three that qualified in into the finals. Also, that was their finish position for the all-around. James Hall from Great Britain finished third, 84.664, so going slightly better than his qualification. Uh, Artur from Russia, 85.9, uh, 85.498, also going slightly better than qualification. And in first place, Oleg Verniev of Ukraine, 85, 85.866, so 0.1 under his qualification score. So a good indication there, come uh, World Championships, we should be seeing scores somewhere up around the 86-plus mark, and I still think an 88, an 88 will require to, to win World Championships. So for onto the individual apparatus on floor exercise. The top eight, uh, Dominic Cunningham of Great Britain, 14.333, also with 14.333, in seventh from um, Belarus, Pavel um, Buleski. In sixth, Art Artem Dolegpiet of Israel, 14.391. Oleg Verniaev of Ukraine, 14.4. Dmitry Lenkin of Russia, 14.433. Then we have Alexander Shatilov of Israel, 14.466 in third. And then Marian Dragulescu of Romania, 14.666 qualified in second, and Radili Miguel Zapata of Spain, 14.8 qualifying in first place. So then to the finals, and in third place was Alexander Shadilov of Israel, 14.4. Second went to Dmitry Lenkin of Russia, 14.466. And first place, the old man in the crew, 14.5, Marion Dragulescu. So um, I wasn't sure if he was going to keep going after the last Olympic cycle, but he's obviously keen to keep going around and maybe um, go to another Olympic game. So great to see. Came out on first, in first place, 14.5 on floor exercise. On pommel horse, in eighth place, qualifying in eighth place, from Turkey, Ferhat. Arijan, 14.366. 
Oleg Verniaev of Ukraine, 14.433. Robert Seligman of Croatia, 14.433 as well in sixth. In fifth place, Oliver Hege of Switzerland, 14.633. Haritian Meridian of Armenia, 14.7. Sasa Bosnselj of Slovenia, 14.733 in third place. In second place, David Belivieski from Russia, 15. And then in qualifying first place with 15.2 from Hungary, Christian Berkey. Come the finals, maybe a surprise winner. Maybe not a surprise winner, but certainly um, the outcome will be quite surprising if you haven't seen the results already. In third place, Hariti and the Medinian of Armenia, 14.7. Sorry, 14.833 he scored for third place. In second place was Christian Berkey of Hungary, 14.9. And in first place from Russia, David Belivieski, 15.1. Now, why this may have been a bit of a surprise that Christian Berkey didn't win this, um, his score certainly suggested that he should have won this uh, event. However, he incurred a 0.3 technical deduction. And I believe... I think it could only have been for taking too long before he started his routine. So point three technical deduction took him from a 15.2 in first place to a 14.9 and in second place. So an interesting mistake there uh, from the very, very experienced Christian Berkey. On to rings and the strong rings final. Um, eighth qualifying in eighth, Constantinus uh, Constantinides of Greece, fourteen point seven, Ibrahim Kolak of Turkey, fourteen point seven three three, Dmitry Lenkin of Russia in sixth place, fourteen point seven six six, Igor Radovalov in fifth place from the Ukraine, eighteen uh, sorry fourteen point eight three three. Vaughan Davtian of Armenia, 14.866 for fourth. Courtney Tulock of Great Britain in third place, 14.933. And then from Armenia, Artur Tovmasian, 15.033. And the reigning Olympic champion, Eleutherus Petronius of Greece, qualifying in first place, 15.366. In the finals... Igor Radovalov of the Ukraine came in third place, 15.033. In second place, from Great Britain, Courtney Tulloch, 15.066. And in first place, the current Olympic champion, with 15.433 from Greece, Eleutherius Petronius. So uh, you can certainly suggest that uh, that mid-15 tier, 15, certainly 15 and higher for the medals come uh, world championships will be required on rings. On to vaults, with the two vaults um, in eight qualifying in eighth was Andre Med. Medvedev of Israel, 14.966 and 13.766 for a 14.366 average. Dominic Cunningham of Great Britain, 14.133 first volt, 14.616 second volt for a 14.375 average and seventh place. That's seventh in qualification. Artur Devtian of Armenia, 
uh, 14.666 for first volt, 14.1 for his second volt, and an average score of 14.383. Zachary Hrimic of France uh, in fifth place, 14.466 average with a 14.566 first volt and a 14.366 second volt. In qualifying in fourth, Oleg Verniaev of Ukraine, 14.6 and 14.433 for a 14.1, uh, 14.517 average. Third place, Artur Dalilian of Russia, 14.9 and 14.166 for a 14.533 combined average. Igor Radovalov in second place. He wasn't uh, competing his handspring triple front. That's no longer allowed to be competed. 14.6 first volt, 14.733 second volt for a 14.667 uh, average score. And then Marian Dragulescu qualified in first place. Marian from Romania, 14.533 first volt, 14.8 second volt for a 14.667 average. Now going to the uh, finals. In the top three, Oleg Verniev of Ukraine in third place with a 14.649 average and final score. Artur Dalion of Russia in... No, sorry, Marian Dragulescu from Romania in second place with a 14.733 uh, final score. And then in first place was Artur Dalion of Russia with a 14.933 final score. Moving on to parallel bars and in qualifying in eighth, Oliver Heggie of Switzerland, 14.466. Uh, Nikita Nagorny of Russia, 14.475. Eddie Yusuf from Switzerland in sixth place, 14.5. David Belivieski of Russia qualifying in fifth, 14.9. Oleg Verniaev from Ukraine qualifying in fourth, also with 14.9. Lucas Dowser of Germany, 15.1 for third. Ferha Arijan of Turkey, 15.133 for second, qualifica- second in qualification. And Marcel Nguyen of Germany, 15.166 to qualify in first place. However, come to uh, the Apparatus Finals and a few uh, few issues there. Certainly for uh, Oliver Heggie, I saw his, his parallel bar uh, routine and he, he had a couple of falls there, which was unfortunate for him. Um... He scored, actually I don't have his final score here, Uh, but uh, he's a good parallel bar worker, so disappointing for him, I'm sure he was very disappointed. But in third place, Nikita Nagorny of Russia, 15.266 for third place. Um, 15.266 in qualification would have had him sitting in first place, so um, in finals they they really um, put on a great show to score the scores that they were. In second place, Lucas Dalza of uh, Germany, 15.366. And in first place, from Ukraine, Oleg Verniaev, current PBAR Olympic champion, um, 15.466. So um, some good PBAR scores coming out there. And then finally on horizontal bar, top eight, Oleg Verniaev qualifying in eighth, 13.733. Bart Durlu, uh, Durlu. From Netherlands, 13.833 in 7th. Sorry, 13.866 in 7th. Edgar Bollet of France, 
or Edgar Bollet, uh, 14.133. Pablo Breger qualified in fifth from Switzerland, 14.166. Also with 14.166 from Croatia, Anton Kovacevic in fourth. From Great Britain, James Hall in third with 14.2. Qualifying in second from Russia, David Belivieski, 14.266. And qualifying in first from Switzerland, Oliver Heggie, 14.466. So on to the finals. And after a disappointing parallel bar finals, Oliver Heggie found himself um, in the medals. But it wasn't in third place. Third place went to David Belovieski of Russia with 14.366. Second place went to Oliver Heggie from Switzerland, 14.5. And first place, uh, first and second for Switzerland, Pablo Brega, 14.933. So that that's the wrap-up of uh, the European Championships. I hope you did get to see uh, some of that coverage. It was a good coverage and really the first sign of international gymnastics on a larger scale heading into this year's World Championships. So even if you uh, if you didn't catch all the scores and results in uh, my recap there, uh, go onto the FIG website, take the link that goes take, takes you to the European um, Championship website for the results. Uh, probably the best way to find it unless you uh, maybe Google search um, European Gymnastics Union and then you'll go straight to the page and then look for the results. So that might be the best way to see and get a guide of what scores uh, people are going to, gymnasts are going to require on apparatus to feature in finals but then also to, um, to maybe medal. So look, that's the episode for this week. Not much more to be said. There's not much news um, happening in Australia at the moment, especially with uh, Easter just uh, just happened. There's not too much news. The states are, have been um, publishing um, uh, their, their gymnasts who have been successful in qualifying to go to Australian championships. Uh, I believe there's several states that have those, those um, posted. So you can have a look at that. But uh, as far as uh, this episode goes, that's all we're going to be covering uh, in this episode. So, look, just a reminder uh, to help people find the podcast, give, give me a five-star rating on iTunes. Um, the five-star really just helps spread the word that the, that the, uh, the podcast is available and that it may be interest, interesting for someone else that uh, has a like interest and they can download it and then make a decision on them for themselves whether they uh, would like to continue to listening. And if you are a regular listener, well, thank you very much. It is greatly appreciated. And I strongly recommend if you are on Facebook that you follow the Men's Gymnastics Australia podcast Facebook page, which is where I post a lot of other stuff to do with men's gymnastics, both domestically in Australia and internationally. So that's it from me this week. I am your host, Rowan Kennedy. And remember, there's only one thing free in life, and that's a smile. This podcast is not an official production of Gymnastics Australia. It is an independent production by Rowan Kennedy. The comments and opinions of Rowan or his guests are their own and should in no way be interpreted as representing Gymnastics Australia unless otherwise stated.